welcome to the High Casserole. The High Casserole. Let's get baked. Let's get baked. Let's get a baked, huh? Let's get a Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the High Casserole. Uh, we are filled with a bunch of random shit and we're always baked. Unless we're not. Right now we are though. And we are me, Liv, and she, Sarah. Hello, I'm she, Sarah. And we're the High Casserole. So let's welcome. Let's do it. Let's get high. Let's it's, get uh, episode two of season six already. We are fucking crushing. What are you crushing for cannabis today, Sarah? So for cannabis today, like I said at the beginning of the season, episode one, I am not doing Gorilla Glue or Banana Bowl this season, and that's a commitment I'm making yes. to you all. Um. So I have a vaporization pen. Is that what they, is that what vapor pen? Yeah. What is vape? Like uh vaporizer. Vaporizer. Vaporization. I have a vaporizer, vaporizer pen. A vaporization pen, I think is my favorite combination of any of those words. And it's a live resin one. I don't exactly know the strain to be honest, but I know it's not going to be an indica. Um, mm. And that's really all I know, but it does have a nice tip was talked about in the last episode. Um, don't need to get too much into the tips, like but it's a wide. Nice. You like the wide versus the the thinner? I think I do. I I think I think I do. Um I think it'll remain full um conclusion will remain to be seen until the end where you get all the gooey random stuff coming out the top. It depends how that how the circular tip affects that process mm. i'm unsure yeah. yet but be easier to clean it out yeah like that's what i'm tip. thinking and maybe it won't happen at all because of that maybe because it already gets more oxygen or whatever it is but it's nice to look at aesthetically um and it doesn't have bad mouth feel so bad mouth feel what is that no it doesn't have bad mouth feel like, but what is that? What's bad mouth feel? Like when you put something in your mouth, does it feel bad or no? <laughs> mouth feel? You've never heard that? That's totally a thing. I don't know if I've heard that measure yet, but I'll <laughs> go with it. I okay, well, it. how? What I'm guessing it. you're smoking a vape pen, and does, how's your mouth feel? Um, how's the mouth feel on that? vape pen yeah i have a vape pen as well you know i'm gonna say it's an average mouth feel i don't know okay. all right i don't know I, ask some people yet. ask around if they've heard of mouth feel before i bet you they have is it like how it tastes in your mouth or is it your lips like how they feel around it yeah what i'm going with the latter measuring yeah for this particular conversation i'll go with the latter in terms of like how the tip feels in between your lips and yes we are not talking about penises but we are talking about vape pens we are 
Maybe so vape is vaporization. Maybe pen is short for pe penis. <gasps> vaporization penis. Oh my gosh. So you know how they have dick straws? <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day you they'll do have a cart with a dick. <laughs> a dick cart. Oh fridge. my god. It's the bachelorette party special vape. Or a bachelor party for or a gay guy. Yeah, you're who am I to say? Bachelor yeah. batch what's a neutral term for the engage? Yeah, the fiance. Um soon to be married people can have can get stoned using a vape penis and then a vaporization penis and that's what it actually be. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you Maybe. have there? I got a vape pen. I do think there is um, some room in the market for novelty erotica uh, weed paraphernalia. 100% there is. That is yeah. definitely an untapped market. Mm -hmm. I need to time because this dog thinks I'm giving her this edible okay. as a and that's why I give her a real treat or she's going to kill me. Okay. And maybe kill herself. I just took like five treats. And I like rolled them across the carpet. So they just like scattered. So she has to find them. <laughs> nice. I tried playing hide and seek with her earlier, but she didn't let me hide them. Mm. She just started seeking. Something we do for Penny is roll treats up in a towel. Oh. So like, that, so they like dig oh. with their nose. And yeah, it, nice. it's good for brain activation or whatever. Yeah, enrichment. Yep. Thanks for that tip. I got towels. Yeah. I'm almost out of treats, though. Mm, that's why I just put two in a towel, and it takes just the <laughs> same amount of time, you know? <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, okay. We talked about what we're smoking. What are you drinking? I am drinking um, the elixir of life, the nectar of the gods, H2O, baby. Water. Yeah, stay hydrated. I'm using my emotional support water bottle. What about you? Is that a new one? It's it's different. It's, it uh, is new-ish. Um, not new to the pod, but I've I've lost some some water bottles recently-ish in the past half of year. So this one's been with me for a while. Um, since August, probably. Okay, nice. Or September. Yeah. It's good shit. I really like it. The brand is Kinto or Kinto, K-I-N-T-O. Mm -hmm. We love you if you could sponsor us. I love these All water right. bottles, but definitely check it out. What about you? What are you drinking? I also have Agua de Vida uh, in my color-changing cup. That makes me happy. And I've got some cold tea. Mm. Oh, she's eating her food. Oh, she hasn't nice. been eating her food very much, so I've been trying to mm. put put just a little little she loves human food apparently uh, not that we're giving it to her but she like she just begs yeah. and i'm like girl your food's there okay anyways back on track here i'm also drinking agua de vida and those are all the prerequisites we have for our episode uh, i mean how are you how the heck are you <laughs> um, i'm doing well i've been going to these writing meetups on friday mornings um, in Pittsburgh, which has been really, yeah, it's been really great. It's called Shut Up and Write. You just go, yeah. um, like, schmooze for 15 minutes, and then everyone, one guy says, all right, shut up and write, and starts the timer. We write for an hour, and then that's it. 
and like schmooze a little at the end and then go home. And I've been finding it to be very productive and just like a really nice part of my routine. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been good doing that. Yeah. It's it's great. I definitely recommend it. I found it on Meetup, um, which if you guys don't know the website, it's just all kinds of different groups. There's also, if you want to learn a language, there's like Spanish speaking groups or French speaking groups and people just meet up and talk in that language, um, all kinds of stuff on there. And I found this writing group on there. It's great. Nice. My uh, psychic school is on meetup. That's how people schedule appointments. Yeah. It's really cool. Very um, community based, which we both love. I've been good. I have this foster dog who uh, made an appearance in our last episode. Her name is Bijou, but she's totally deaf. So who knows if that's actually her name. She is also wearing a dog collar that says Sadie on it. Not sure if the Humane Society just gave her a random Mm. or the sad, the sad hypothesis is she is indeed Sadie and her owner surrendered her and she's, 13 years and eight months old, which means she's 91, I think was the math in uh, human years. Mm-hmm. So this poor little old lady needs a home. And we're just hanging on to her for oh, about a week until she gets dental surgery and transferred to an old dog's home. So, yeah. A lot different than my last foster, which was a Great Dane. Danes are cuddly as shit. She is not super cuddly, are you? Has limits on how much we we touch her, but uh What's up, girly? I know, I'm sorry. I'm doing things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do for you. You don't want my pets and you just went outside. You were cool for the first round. You want to go outside? We got a great big yard for her to go explore in, so I think she likes yeah. that a lot. Anyways, that's that's what I've been doing to do, doing to do. do <laughs> that's how you've been. <laughs> that's how I've been. I always love doggos, uh, but yeah, less uh, less fun when they're not super cuddly. Which you know, I love a cuddly dog, but it's all right. I yeah. respect a dog with boundaries. So that's fun, 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 fun. Tell your daddy takes the deboard away. Cool. Well, yeah. Any other anecdotes, fun things, thoughts, feelings, emotions? Okay. So we're recording before, but it comes out after any predictions for how your Christmas was. Mm. Cold. <laughs> okay. Good prediction. <laughs> I'm going to double down on that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we'll see if our uh, weather predictions hold out. Okay. And I'm also hopefully going to eat a lot of good stuff, including yeah. some blueberry pie. Ooh, mm-hmm. sounds so good. Yeah. I wrote a note to myself. Okay, I do have a quick anecdote before you begin yes. your topic. Um, I, ha- I get a moleskin every year, um, and I wrote a note to myself at the beginning of this year for the end of this year from the first day of the year hope you had many highs few lows and lots of pies yep wow that's yeah well we got a few more days to get our pies in that's uh (laughs) i definitely haven't hit my quota 
I know that. So. I think I have. I've I ate a lot of pies this year. I really did. So proud of myself. Good. I'm yeah. proud of you. Yeah. One of which was Huckleberry Pie because they went to Montana this year. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So good. Never forget. <laughs> nice. All right. I I uh, what is it? What did they say? I I rescind. I was gonna say. I rescind my time back to oh. the congresswoman from <laughs> back to the they, floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, we'll yeah. What do they say? I give the floor back. I or receive yeah. my time. Rescind my. I anyways. I give you the rest of my time. The floor. Is the floor fine. is yours. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, today we are gonna talk about dun 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 weed. Oh, what crazy. <laughs> We are talking about weed, and I don't know if I've shown this to you, Sarah, or not. I think I have, but we are going to look at my self-published ebook. Ooh, hell yeah. Yes, it is called Living with Leaves. How big is it going to be? All right, cool. Nice. So this is Living with Leaves, a cannabis guide. I wrote this basically i wanted it to be like a guide for a new user or an elder user that is coming back to the plant in a very crazy legal landscape mm. meet your author that's it's me i'm live you already yeah. know me so yeah i wrote this basically and i it's not perfect and i every time i look at it i want to change a lot of things but again it's back to that tarot reading we had last episode the energy of doing versus just thinking or planning all the time so uh, i actually published this and it's been on my website available since last fall last summer last fall i want to say and I have sold zero copies at $14.20, but it is there readily available for purchase and download on my website. And today you're all going to basically get to read it, uh, learn it for free. There's probably a lot of things that you already know. And that's also where I think my struggle is, right, is I'm not someone that's talking to the beginner user anymore. And but I wanted something that made the lingo and the jargon more approachable to a new user because I was new to the industry at a time, a point in time. And I was a new user even a long, long before that, but um, especially being new to the industry and new to a legal market and really learning about products and what's in them and how they're going to make me feel and I think that that is the future of this plant and this industry. So hopefully this is just one little help along the way. Very cool. And we should link the ebook also in this episode yes. details so people can check it out. For sure. For sure. We'll do that. Thank you. Mm. Uh, so when we are looking at cannabis, we can start with some basic questions. Like where in my life do I need help? Or relief. The first, uh, when people are turning to cannabis, in my experience, it is most often on a medical stance at first, right? Otherwise, 
if they're already using recreationally, like they, they are already doing it, they're already into it. But if someone is approaching this from a medical usage standpoint, they're looking for very different information than your 21 year olds looking to get high off of whatever they can find. Right. So different places that cannabis products can help you um, sleep, getting to and staying asleep, pain all over your body, all the places, stress, um, it can help relieve all kinds of uh, anxiety, depression, all those disorders, diet, weed can make you hungry or not hungry, sex, it can get you in the mood, it can also keep things moving afterwards. We've talked about cannabis lube on this podcast before. Um, alcohol, something we talked about last episode is maybe you're trying to, this isn't a medical reason, but maybe you are trying to step away from, well, I guess it can be for medical reasons. You want to step away from alcohol, um, but you still maybe want to have something that takes the edge off, quote unquote. Uh, you can also just have fun. Maybe you get really anxious thinking about going out to dinner with friends or um, trying to go to a new social interaction that you're unfamiliar with. And mood, cannabis can help uplift your spirits quickly and naturally without using um, chemical, man-made chemicals and potentially dangerous substances that are also out there. Also, disclaimer, I am not a doctor. None of these statements are approved by the FDA because cannabis is a Schedule One drug still, which is real stupid and dumb. And I'll talk about that later. But um, consult your doctor before you do anything, really. Or I hope you have a good doctor. That's that's assuming you have a good doctor. If not, talk to your mom. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Another basic question, what is weed anyways? So weed is a plant. Uh, it has been around for thousands of years. There are lots of misconceptions and stereotypes around this plant that have been bought and paid for by big tobacco, big alcohol, big paper, big clothing. I'm just rounding up uh, all the areas that cannabis and or hemp as a product can um, really change all of these industries. Big fuel, we can make fuel from hemp that can power our cars and machinery. In general though, there is a huge lack of science and research around this plant because of that schedule one ranking, schedule one scheduling. Legally in the United States, schedule one drugs are basically seen as n having absolutely no medical use or purpose at all and it is therefore like illegal to do any sort of research medical research on these products so how the heck do we even get anywhere with this plant right when our own government is not going to allow us to to research that well then we get into question three what resources do i have access to uh, if you are in a local state, which there are, uh, a legal state, I mean, there are uh, three, five, I think, at this point with um, medical or rec legislation. So that is a majority of the United States. Oh, shoot, the dog is scratching at the door. 
she's very quiet, but I heard like three in a row. I was like, oh, dang, it's been a minute. So depending on if you are in a legal or not legal state, there's going to be a ver variety of ways for you to get information. But there's also the worldwide internet uh, that we in the United States can access at will. So I encourage you to do some reading and do them from uh, pro-weed resources, <laughs> right? But also um, take everything with a grain of salt, right? Uh, just as there are negative, there is negative information about weed that's incorrect. There is positive information about weed that is incorrect, right? Because this is not a, um, because it is a schedule one drug, there is a lack of authority on the research and on the um, information. A couple of the like resources that I um, have in this book that I honestly am gonna maybe change, but Leafly and Weed Maps, um, those are two sites that have really been on an interesting journey, uh, especially as legalization has come. Originally, both kind of started as a way to find dispensaries weed maps especially was like a map of where to get your weed um mm. at certain points they had even illegal stores on their site and now they are trying to be a legal company and so there's been a lot of um payoffs and shady biz and um interesting deals i guess you could say with what companies get priority and etc cetera, etc cetera. they also just mm. like they both tried to um, sell cannabis as well. So being like hosting a store's platform. And in certain states in California, you can even do delivery, right? So basically they were kind of like this third party or first party seller and have run into all kinds of red tape and roadblocks and mm -hmm. lawsuits, et cetera, et cetera. So Leafly and Weed Maps have been around a long time. If you know anything about cannabis or have looked at the space at all, those two brands have probably popped up. Just because they're the biggest and have been around the longest does not mean that they are the best. Um, I find that their columns can often be very male-centered. If we get into some other brands, there's Halo Cannabis, who we've actually hosted the CEO of, Lo, from Halo. Um, they have their website has like all kinds of information about not only their products but about cannabis in general and they definitely write from this small business um more cultural forward perspective and then there's broccoli magazine this is a women owned and run um print magazine they have an online i think it's like a you pay $5 a month or, you know, a grapevine or GoFundMe or so, something. Those are not the right words or company, but they have um, ways that you can support them to get a monthly subscription. There's also Leaf Life magazine. So these are only going to be in, I think they're in eight or nine states. Technically, um, there are the ones that have been legalized much longer. These are going to be a more like localized resource. And each month they do a different theme. So like 710 is Oil month is July. Um, so if you seven, 10 flipped backwards and upside down is oil. So it is mm. the secondary high holiday after 420 uh, for stoners. Um, but their July edition is the 710, right? So it's all about concentrates and oils and vaporizers. 
And then they have a glass issue and it will focus on local glass makers, which is another huge world and industry that you can dive into. Whew, okay. So the purpose of this journal, this ebook, um, was to kind of teach people what cannabis is and why people use it, how you can incorporate cannabis products into your life right now, how to access and purchase safe, effective, and legal products, and then what steps you can take to normalize cannabis and help enact broad cannabis reform. I think that if you're going to be a consumer, you need to be an advocate. Legal access for all is something we're going to talk about again later. I've also said this on the podcast before. Everybody has a different best relationship with cannabis. What works for me may not work for you. And what worked last night might not work next month. We change. Our body changes. Our chemistry changes. The plant also changes. It is not necessarily grown the exact same to produce the exact same effects each and every time. So be open to trial and error and change. This is a new legal industry. This is a new it's not a new medicine. It's not a new plant. This has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Humans have been using cannabis for thousands of years. But in these, especially these very concentrated, pure forms that we see today, you are going to experience reactions. And that's the point. But know that Start low and go slow is very important, right? Like there's nothing worse than having a bad experience and being totally shut off from this medicine. And that's honestly mm -hmm. what happens to a lot of people is that they have the um, magic brownie nightmare yeah. and high for 12 hours and, you know, think they're going to fall off the earth. Yeah, it's interesting because you, when you take Tylenol and you take any medicine, you always start small and then you ask your doctor like, hey, it's not helping and they give you a higher dosage. It's why aren't we doing this with weed? It's crazy to think about. It's like low and slow is always the tempo. Yeah. And even um, specific experience here, vape pens, vape pens hit hard and that there is a lot of product coming through. So especially if you're with a new user, like a grandparent telling them like treat this like it is the hottest of teas like you mm -hmm. just need the tiniest sip because they don't know and they have only smoked cigarettes and what do you do with a cigarette you take a long hard drag directly into your lungs i once had a grandparent grandfather of mine and i told him take a small sip go easy but those specific directions were not those were not specific enough directions and he hit mm -hmm. it like a cigarette and dude was on the moon the rest of the day um, oh, no. <laughs> um like in this book and when i talk i often compare cannabis to plant uh, cannabis to other plants to alcohol and to pharmaceutical products it's because these comparisons are easy to understand and many of us have some experience with those products i am a proud granddaughter of eight grandparents that are still alive and well as of this podcast recording. That's um, amazing. There's, there's a couple of divorces and remarries. So that's why there's so many in a, in a uh, bio, yes. bio, bio fam, adopted fam. So lots of grandparents for live. Um, I view cannabis as a tool for them to um, 
positively impact their lives while also positively impacting the planet and the community. It's not just um, popping pills or hiding symptoms and, you know, just pushing the pain away. It's sitting with the plant, sitting with your experiences and using cannabis in a mindful, intentional way. And so it's important to note your dosage. It's important to follow guidance on packaging and weight, especially when you're starting out. Wait, 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 and wait some more. I know you want to get high and have a good time and experience things, but you do not, you do not want to go too far and have a bad experience and ruin it for yourself. Vaping and smoking gives you more immediate effects, whereas, like we said, the, the ingesting is going to take a little bit longer. So think of how you want to use it and how fast you need to feel the effects. That's one of the reasons I love smoking joints is that it is an immediate full onset. Um, whereas these vape pens can wear off quickly or eating it takes a while to get there. So the many parts of weed. So now I'm going to break down all these long words that I've been saying cannabinoids the uh the uh what is the word flu fluonic no pneuma the when you phonetic but thank you phonetic can ab annoyed can ab annoyed can ab annoyed cannabinoid these are chemical compounds found naturally in all cannabis plants Cannabinoids bind with our body's endocannabinoid system, that ECS we talked about. There are anywhere from 100 different cannabinoids found in cannabis, and all of them work together to produce different effects. The ratio of cannabinoids present and the way they work together will largely determine your experience. The key cannabinoids that I pulled out, number one, number uno, the one everyone talks about, the big mama, it's actually not the big mama. It's THC. <laughs> and I say it's not the big mama because there's another compound. Bigger mama. There's a bigger mama that comes before. And she makes all the other smaller mamas. So THC. It is the primary psychoactive component in cannabis. So this is the one that gets you high. Uh, it's also been shown to have... Uh, I have a word here. I don't know. Anal, analgesic, analgesic, analgesic. Wow. A word you um, don't know. I think it's something to do with passages and like lymphs or airways. Okay. All right. Um, anti-inflammatory and anti-emetic or anti-vomiting effects. So THC, that's the number that you see on pretty much all packaging. That's what quote unquote, number chasers are going after. They want the highest percentage of THC for the lowest amount of money. The jokes on them though, THC is not the only thing that's going to get you high and going super high on THC and low on everything else, which is what they do in distillate vape pens. That is very high THC with almost nothing else in there. Those highs you get super high, super quick, but it wears off very quickly. And it will be, um, it's often just like a, a head high. You miss kind of those body highs when you do a lot of just high THC strains. Our next key cannabinoid, CBD. This is 
probably about as famous as THC these days. CBD is literally everywhere. It is yeah. uh, non-psychoactive. And that's why you see it in the health food store and the grocery store and on billboards in, especially in non-legal states. Um, they are going hard on CBD. Unfortunately, again, just like THC, CBD all by its own and in high quantities does not really do much for you. And often these CBD products that are out there right now that have flooded the market in recent years are really kind of snake oil. Um, just having, you know, straight CBD is not necessarily going to give you all of the benefits that a whole plant um, naturally will. So CBD though is um, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant and a neuroprotective agent. It's also believed to have antipsychotic effects and may alleviate anxiety and depression. CBD is good for the body. THC um, gets you both body and mind high, but CBD is really what you want to focus on if you are looking for pain relieving products or sleep products. The D is going to make you feel good. Another bigger, um, none of these are bigger or small. I should stop saying that. CBG is going to be real big and real famous here. And I have seen her popping up in products all over the place um, with more and more frequency. People are focusing in on this cannabinoid. Think G for giggles. Mm. So this is also non-psychoactive. THC is really the only um, psychoactive one um, or part other remnants of THC. But any any of the Cs, CBGs, CB, blah, 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 those are non-psychoactive. Um, so CBG, G4, giggles. This is um, a very uplifting and giggly and talkative cannabinoid. So when you see CBG in your products, know it's good for that daytime use, the social outing. Um, and a more scientific side, it is, has potential to be an anti-cancer agent and helps reduce intraocular pressure in glaucoma patients. Intraocular. There we go. Intraocular. Mm -hmm. It's like, again, another word. I wrote this so long ago. I use big words. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> okay. G for giggles. CBN. N for nighttime. CBN okay. is... Uh, formed as THC. Oh, interesting. So um, CBN is what THC breaks down into over time and in sunlight. So if you mm. are consuming really old weed or weed that's been like sun bleached, you basically don't have any of these good things left. You're left with just CBN. Everything converts to CBN over time. So if you are buying really old weed, make sure it's on sale because all it's going to do is put you to sleep. Um, CBD, CBN has been studied for its potential as a sedative and may help alleviate insomnia and promote relaxation and for nighttime. Another, uh, version of THC is THCV. I don't have a, a V for whatever, but, um, actually V for, um, no, no. it's an, an appetite suppressant. I was going to say V for... Okay. 
hungry, but it's not, it makes you not hungry. So a lot of people complain about cannabis and that it gives them the munchies. Yeah. If you find a strain or product that is higher in THCV, it can actually alleviate that problem. So that's awesome. It's also anti-inflammatory and helps alleviate anxiety and depression. On the other side, like um, using cannabis to help you eat or to create an appetite is another huge use for a lot of people, especially that um, have medical conditions. Okay, terpenes. So those are our cannabinoids. That is the gas. That is the type of car. That is the type of high. The terpenes are the flavors. The terpenes are which direction the car is going to go. So these are also chemical compounds, but they're found in all flowering plants, not just cannabis. So uh, what makes a lemon smell like a lemon? It's a terpene called limonene. Hmm. Lavender gets its calming scent and effects from a terpene called linalool. Pine trees owe their uplifting fragrance to pinene. Have you ever heard of a forest walk or forest bathing? That is when you go out into the woods and just immerse yourself in the smells and the sounds. And um, it's actually shown to have effects on anxiety, depression, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all linked down to the pinene and the terpenes that you're inhaling from the plants around you. Very cool. So I don't have to go on a forest walk. I can just light a pine scented candle and be exactly. good to go. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, although the forest walk definitely will have definitely longer the ranging benefits. It's like getting back benefit. to the distillate versus the, mm. the full, okay. the live resin. Yeah, true. Uh, some terps to know, and I'll say like these key cannabinoids and terpenes, there are 100, 200, 300 of these already um, known, but the, the information we have on these is so little and so infantile that right now people are asking for weed in terms of sativa and indica, hopefully sooner than later. And I'm already doing this, so uh, it's here now. <laughs> People are going to be ordering cannabis based on their terpenes and their cannabinoids. Right now, when I go into a shop, I'm looking for uplifting. I'm looking for alertness and focus. I'm a daytime user. So I'm going to look for limonene and pinene. If I am trying to rest and chill out, I'm going to look for that linalool, that lavender. I think the number one, and we've looked this up before, number one found, like largest found is myrcene which is um, also found in mangoes. So if you eat mangoes while you consume cannabis, it can increase or prolong your high. Actually, you just pair up the terpenes from other plants. Uh, the other one that might be the number one is caryophylline or caryophylline. Again, a lot of large words. Don't be afraid to say them wrong. It's okay. We're all learning. That one has uh, a lot of pain relieving and anti-inflammatory effects. Humulene, and this may be also like myrcene. I believe that one is found in like pepper, like black pepper. Um, that is an appetite suppressant and anti-inflammatory. Terpenoline, this is also one um, that I look for. It's like, it smells like turpentine. 
Um, so if you have ever smelled weed that smells turpentine, it's from terpenaline. I think that's all the ones we really want to chat about, but nice. I'll be looking for some limonene and pinene in my next purchase. I literally have, I have four, four packages of empty packages, unfortunately. Um, so let's see. So this brand, this is Sweetwater Farms. Love them. They have first thing on the, on their little info is prominent terpene profile. Limonene, caryophylline, and pinene. Oh, nice. So this is a gummy bears strain is what it's called. And it's a sativa. Cool. Which we could have guessed from those. Yeah. Um, we don't think this one has terp profile, which is a bummer. Okay, this one has cannabinoids. Total cannabinoids, 29.1%. Total THC, 24.9%. And then terpenes are, um, okay, and I should note, most of these terpenes, they come in multiple forms. So there's like alpha pinene and beta caryophylline. I'm not a chemist. We need to get low back on to tell us the difference between those. But basically, it's just something with the ions and the way they connect together. So this has beta caryophylline, myrcene, and alpha humulene. Interesting. Fourth one, I don't think this one has any either. Oh, but it has a describe the high. Descend into Dante's Inferno, where creamy, earthy aroma soothes, while the sweet effects mellow you out for an epic Netflix and chill. Interesting. I kind of want to know my terpenes. Yeah, I would rather know my terpenes as well. So interesting. What do you know? Like when, if you get a seed, let's say, um, you would have to know the strain to know the terpenes. You there's no they don't put the packaging on a seed to tell you. You'd have to acquire um, that information separately. I would guess. If you know the strain of the seed, then yeah. you could okay. you could look it up. Yeah, you just have to know know right. the strain. But if you grow grow the seed into a plant, you can get it tested, and that's how people um oh cool that's how people find out is and that's how brands and companies do that is they actually test test the product for all the cannabinoids. Um, yeah, makes sense. Cool beans. Mm -hmm. All right, so cannabinoids and terps. This is about dosing. Start low and go slow. Practice makes perfect. So similar to prescription drugs, because this is a drug, this is a medicine, uh, it may take time to find your right combo and balance of products. Different from alcohol, one strain of cannabis may take you to a different place than another. Other, unlike this, two different bottles of wine are going to get you the same place. Two different cannabis strains are going to get you in very different places. Uh, it's difficult to provide a one-size-fits-all answer for the typical dosage of cannabis products because, as we've said over and over again, individual tolerance and physiology can vary widely depending on your metabolism, depending on your fat content, depending on what you ate for lunch or breakfast that day or didn't. Um, no matter what. If you're new to cannabis, start with a low dosage, 
and increase it grad gradually until you get where you want to get. So if you're smoking or vaping, a standard dose is considered 0.25 to 0.5 grams. So that's if in flour. Um, so like a, a half gram joint. Uh, though individuals with low tolerance may find that even less is sufficient. So, I mean, like a half gram joint is big for most people, right? So a quarter gram, that's like maybe four or five puffs. Like some people might want to start with one puff, a puff, you know, like really, truly because the products today are so potent, less is more. Uh, for edibles, a typical dose is around two and a half to five milligrams. So you'll see like in Oregon, all the edibles come in five milligrams, but in Washington, they come in 10 milligrams. They are starting to do a lot of more lower doses. So I mentioned drinks earlier. There is a drink in, um, hi, yeah, you got your phone. Good girl. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Showing me your bone. There are drinks in Washington stores today, and it's two drinks for each at two and a half milligrams. So together, they're five. Sorry, this dog. I'm I'm very distractible by the foster dogs. I just want to give oh, them a heart. Oh, there's your treat. Get your treat. Yeah, good job. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Okay. She walked away when I started cheering. So, <laughs> um, so there's a little journal entry here. What doses and methods have you tried already, and what are you looking forward to trying? Sarah, are you familiar with your your current dosing? Yes. Um, I really like ten milligram edibles. That's where that's a sweet spot for me. Um. And I've been doing a lot of that lately, trying to smoke less. Mm, nice. Yeah. I like edibles, but I usually when I'm getting high, it's I want to get high right now. So mm -hmm. I find myself using edibles when I'm going to go to an event where I can't smoke or vape, right? Um, it's a long dinner. So I'm pre preheating for mm -hmm. later. Um, I also find... My body either metabolizes them well or not, but I, it takes me quite a bit of dosage to get anywhere. Like I'll take it. I had that 10 milligram and I haven't been using a lot of weed uh, recently. So like, I'm sure I'm high off of that, but I don't feel high. It's like the sneaky high, right? It yeah. would be probably 30 to 40 milligrams to actually feel high. And yeah, then you get into your 60 and then you just fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go down for a snooze. Yeah. Nice. Low and slow. That is the tempo. Beastie Boys song added to the playlist. <laughs> okay. Our last section of the book here. No one should be in prison for weed. Here you and I sit recording a podcast from both legal and non-legal places. We've been all over the place. We've recorded in Mexico. We've recorded in Alaska, um, which is a legal state. 
But basically, not everyone has the same privileges or access as we do. And specifically, through the impacts of the war on drugs, there has been a... Uh, what's the right word? There's been an improportionate amount of black, brown, Latin, minority peoples that have been um, victimized, incarcerated, and punished for consuming cannabis. So as cannabis consumers, we have a responsibility to look out for other cannabis consumers. Currently, um, there's over 40,000 people, most of them black and brown men, incarcerated for cannabis crimes. Often these crimes are, um, do you want something? Time out, one more time out. She's, she's, come on, you wanna go outside? Another outside? Okay, gave her a fresh rawhide, so nice. It seems to have worked for now. <laughs> Impacts of the war on drugs, a lot of, non-white dudes in prison for really long times uh in california there is the three strikes rule so it, it um no matter what crimes you did even if they were minor cannabis crimes they could lock you up for life uh just after three three offenses so there have been all kinds of discriminant laws and actions all orchestrated by the U.S. government to fuck up the lives of minorities. So, war on drugs. We spent billions of dollars on law enforcement and drug interdiction efforts. Uh, this, in general, has led to less funding for important public services, such as education, healthcare, and social services. The focus on criminalization and punishment has also prevented drug addiction and drug abuse from being treated as a public health issue, from being treated as public health issues, resulting in lack of access to treatment and resources for individuals struggling with substance abuse. Furthermore, the criminalization of drug use has fueled a black market for drugs, contributing to violent crime and corruption. Uh, again, I wrote this uh, book a while ago, clearly got to update it. Uh, this says 21 recre recreational and 16 medical states that honestly might, no, this is, this is old. I think we've got Ohio slash Wisconsin. So add a few Michigan, more. I think. There you go. That's, that's what I meant was Michigan, not Wisconsin, but each state creates its own cannabis regulation. So it's important to be familiar with your state laws to ensure you're finding safe and quality products. Unfortunately, though, sometimes because of state regulations and that these regulations are often created by people that don't know um, how to properly regulate this plant. Uh, so there are a lot of just bad laws or wasteful laws or things that keep minority people out of the market. Fortunately, a lot of the new states that come on board do have um, either programs where, first of all, they let out all the people that are in jail for weed. And then some of these states are actually 
prioritizing people that have been in prison for cannabis as the first people to get licenses. They're called um, social equity licenses. So New York has done this. So they have specifically set aside some of their opportunities to run and own and operate stores and farms for the people that um, the war on drugs has impacted the most. These steps are great. They're awesome. Of course, they are not enough uh, until every cannabis prisoner is free. Like we should all feel uh, responsibility to bring this to the light, to bring this to the forefront. Um, it was interesting. We had Matthew on last season. His father was actually a um, police officer. And so that was an interesting um, viewpoint and so pertinent that we are watching the shift change from cannabis being a priority one for law enforcement to it being I mean, it's legal, right? It should not be a priority. And yet still in California specifically, there is a huge black market. I should also strike that black market is um, a racist term, just like marijuana. Uh, legacy market is, mm -hmm. I believe, the, the new updated term. So there are still legacy market operators. Mm -hmm. And that term, honestly, it... Um, there are people that are positive actors that are not legal, right? There are absolutely people that have been doing and growing medicine in um, positive intentional ways for dozens and dozens of years, right? And that are still doing that. I literally, while you um, took a break, I saw I had a notification on LinkedIn and the post that popped up is about um, this guy who, has been in the cannabis industry since it was a legacy market and in the last year has had six people die from legacy market like inter like not gangs but like i mean maybe maybe gang stuff right a lot of the drug stuff mm -hmm. is run by gangs but um there is this this violence that has a grip in on the legacy market and it continues to exist and persist because the legal market is not created in a way that it is effective or accessible for everyone in california right now you can walk into a brick and mortar store a real store that could be completely illegal and unlicensed and you can buy your cannabis products there for half the price of what you can if you go down the street to the legal one hmm. so very interesting prevalent product problems yeah uh shout out to the last prisoner project this is an organization that prioritizes the real needs of those currently held as prisoner or those recently released to ensure they are supported and kept from falling back into the system I had a pen pal, uh, Brian, who I found through the Last Prisoner Project. They do a holiday letter drive for prisoners every year. And um, Brian was in prison in Virginia. He actually was released this past June. And I haven't heard from him yet, but um, he said he would get in touch when he could. And he was sentenced to like 14 years. And the next... Seven people 
that were charged with his exact crime, the same amount of cannabis, the same um, intent to distribute, were all white men and were all given two years or less. Wow. He ended up serving eight years, over eight years. And the reason he got out early was because Virginia legalized. Even after they legalized, they kept, it was around 400 black men, mostly, in prison for cannabis crimes, even for like a year and a half after they legalized, because it took them that long to figure out what they were going to do. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, racist systems all around us. Let's fight them and break them down. Sharing is caring. This is just the start. It's time to start talking about cannabis. The more we talk about it, the faster we normalize it, the sooner we can all start living with leaves proudly. So ask your friends, ask your adult kids or grandchildren, ask your parents. Be open and honest with people about your use so we can destigmatize this wonderful plant together. What ways will you discuss cannabis with your loved ones after this course, this ebook? Mm. Are you asking me? I am asking you. Oh, you okay. oh gosh. I mean, we've talked about it on the pod before. I know. I struggled Very recently. with this. Um, but I will try this holiday season to be as open and honest as possible. I hmm. will be stoned at Christmas. That's just a fact. Um, definitely helps with my anxiety and being around a lot of people, especially family, does give me anxiety. And so I will use it to cope. Um, and I might partake with other family members and maybe I'll ask them this question and we can take on the subject together. Nice. Yeah. What about you? You're pretty open already. I don't know if that... Do you have difficult conversations about this anymore with people in your family? Um, I think I'm at a point where I'm trying to just mostly educate people. Like, people know I smoke weed, but do they think I'm just getting high? Or do they understand that, you know, I'm using it because I can't fucking stand them? No. <laughs> but actually. <laughs> um. I think it's intentional use and also swapping it out intentionally for alcohol, right? Like my family does not do well with alcohol and a lot of my family should probably not be drinking and I'm going to make the choice for myself to not drink or drink the one, you know, just so that no one asks what's wrong with you which yeah. we've also talked about in on this podcast and it's shitty, right? It's like, yeah. nothing's wrong with me because I don't want to drink. What's wrong with you? Why do you yeah. have to drink? Well, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The holidays are always an interesting time for that as well, but um, great ebook, Liv. Well done. Very Yay. informative. I learned a lot. I took a lot of notes. I thought that was great. Thanks for sharing. Yay. Thank you for listening. And, uh, if you want to see all the beautiful visuals out there, casseroles, $14.20 is all it takes. And also, I believe you can use discount code casserole or discount code weed, and those would get you 20 or 30% off. So 
Dang. Maybe it. it's it a now. good um, Christmas present for that auntie or grandparent mm. that you. New user. The new user in yeah. your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, should we do a do a do a do a do a do a do? Girl, I got nothing for you. She really, she just thinks I got snacks over here and treats. Sadie, I have nothing. Sadie or Bijou, what's your name? Who are you? I wish we could watch the movie of her life. Oh, man. Don't you? <gasps> you see Sarah? Hi. Wave your hand, see if she looks. Look. Hello. You see her? Nope. Nope. No register. She's really cute. Yeah, she's a cute girl. Husky girl. Can you ow? Oh, you can't even hear me. She so. can't hear. <laughs> Is there dog sign language? Uh sit. She's she's she does a sit. Not only if you want to have a treat though, I think. Probably, yeah. Mm. All right, yeah. Let's do 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 Haiku. <laughs> okay new season so we can start first whoever wants to go first Ooh. um i'll go because it's my uh my episode perfect okay a haiku hmm there was a dog who let's go get your point okay <clears throat> there was a dog who couldn't hear husky she was but soft in her heart. That's cute. Cute, cute. You read it. Okay. There was a dog who couldn't hear. Husky she was, but soft in her heart. Oh. You read it. There was a dog who couldn't hear. Husky she was, but soft in her heart. Oh, doggo. Oh. Oh. Say you. Who's to know? Who's to know? Or neither. Or both. We can all mm. contain multitudes. There, we are all diverse, multifaceted creatures. That is true. You want to do one card token tarot? Just the top, top card on the deck here? You're the captain. You lead us. It is. Oh. Oh, it's the chariot. Ooh, the card is the centaur. Hmm. And the sign is Pisces in the corner. The chariot, this is the chariot year. Mm. Year of so, the chariot. Yeah, it is. That she is. So maybe it's uh, a sign. Is this maybe the last episode of the year? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, so what a good, good way to end. Oh, yeah. Up that reminder of the chariot. And the chariot, the card is the chariot. So you are the vessel. You are the vehicle. And when you step into your highest power, your highest self, it means that you, doesn't mean you get rid of the low self, the shadow self, they're still in the chariot there with you. But it is observing 
the thoughts and emotions that both your highest and lowest selves bring you, what emotions they bring you, what energies they're putting in motion in front of you, and discerning which one you want to pick, which one you want to follow, which one you're going to let take charge and go forth. Mm. We will talk about this in my online course, Living, which is coming up in January. It's about being, choosing to be the driver in the driver's seat of your mind rather than your inner critic. Let your inner cheerleader win. Let them be the driver's seat. And mm -hmm. to get them to the driver's seat means practice and cultivation and uh, a lot of us spend a lot of time and energy on our inner critic. That inner critic it gets super strong because we give yeah, them true. a lot of attention. It's like mm -hmm. every time you pay attention to a negative thought, your inner critic's in there doing reps, just solid barbell reps. <laughs> Getting swole. And every time you ignore the inner cheerleader or don't even give them a platform, the more they shrivel up. And just get in the back seat. So the chariot, you are the vehicle and the vessel. You get to choose which energies come through you and which direction you go. It just takes mindful mindfulness and intention and knowing that there is a choice. You're not mm -hmm. a victim of your brain. You're not a victim of your emotions. Love it. Nice. Year of the chariot. Of the chariot, the chariot. Okay, all right. Well, I am looking forward to driving my chariot. Honestly, doing stuff like being my biggest hype woman and getting going. Fuck yeah, yeah. What about you? I am gonna ditto. I'm gonna yes. ditto you. Yeah, I, I've Second already got emotion. 24, 2024 plans. Like, you know, I've made the plan, but that's the easy part. Mm. Just making the plan happen. So making it happen. Hell and yeah. Specific shout out plugs for living my virtual online course, January 17th to March 20th. We're meeting every Wednesday for 10 weeks. And we're talking about self-love. And not just the light, we're going to talk to that inner critic. And we're going to find them. We're going to shake them a little bit. And then mm -hmm. we're going to hug them. And then Living with Leaves and Light is my second retreat. It's an extravaganza, self-love extravaganza for 420 and 421. Full-day retreat on 420 and a half-day retreat on 421. I already booked the spot, Bainbridge Island. It's happening. And I'm going to run a special, which will be, when this airs, it will be live for the last 10 days of the year, the 21st to the 31st. It's a BOGO. So buy a mm. ticket and get a ticket to either live in or the retreat, Living with Leaves and Light retreat. So buy it for yourself and also for a friend. And maybe Dope. split it, split the cost with the friend if you really want. But BOGO for 10 days. I'm really trying to finish my year 
with some cash money and knowing that I get to help people this year. So that's amazing. Yeah. Buy it. Buy it now, people. <laughs> buy one and bring a friend. I've taken yeah, a course. It's amazing. Um, I definitely learned a lot about myself, which is always fun. And then like hyping up the cheerleader and learning more about the darkness is it was just very enlightening and I enjoyed going every week. Um, it felt very therapeutic and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I've also been to a retreat. Um, mm -hmm. They're amazing meeting with pe all people, different kinds of people you may not have met before um, and hanging out with live in nature is always fun. So definitely sign up for one or the other. I recommend both. Yeah. And the spot I booked for the Bainbridge one, it's on the water. So there's no hot tub or sauna. There won't really be time for those with, with what we're doing. But there is a beach that we will go down and maybe do our stoned, our token, our token, token, no, stretch and smoke. Smoke and stretch. Mm, smoke and stretch. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, you could do a, uh, a plunge, water plunge. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Get real witchy up in there. I like it. Good call. Yeah. yeah good shit. Well, as always, y'all stay high out there, friends. Lay low. Sweet chariot. Add it to the playlist. <laughs>